Welcome to Snickles, uh, the only podcast where anyone talks about movies. This is Jake Smith. Uh, my little friend Darren is on vacation to Colorado, uh, and he forgot his microphone. So we will not be talking to each other today, but I figured I would just uh, catch up because I've seen a lot of movies that we haven't talked about on the show. And uh, I thought I would just talk about all of that, and then I'd be caught up, and we would have an episode to put out. So... Uh, this will be mostly movies I've seen in the theater. I can't remember if I've actually talked about all of these because I had to do another one of these before. It doesn't matter. Uh, I know that I talked about this one before, but I'm looking through all the movies I've seen in the theater, and Booksmart was one of them, and that movie was just super good. Uh, I really loved it. I would love to see it again. So that is my take on that. I've said that already on the show, but I'm just scrolling through. My scene movies trying to remember which ones I have talked about. Uh, the Dead Don't Die. I can't remember if we talked about this one on the show or not. Uh, it's the little zombie movie that came out last... No, it came out in June. It had Bill Murray and Adam Driver. Pretty big cast. It also had like Tilda Swinton. Uh, I can't remember who all it had, but it had some really big names. Oh, uh, Steve Buscemi was in it. And it was a very, very weird movie. Um, it starts out with them, they're cops, and they're just like some weird stuff is going on. And then for some reason, like the sun isn't setting anymore because of like the earth got thrown off its magnetic axis or something. Uh, and then now, now there's zombies running around town uh, getting up to no good. They started making trouble in the neighborhood. And uh, it just gets weirder and weirder from there. And it's interesting because I think like the zombie craze really has passed. I think like even saying that the zombie craze has passed is kind of past. But uh, it's interesting to see like an artsy sort of. Like it's, it's artsy, but it's clearly also supposed to be like a comedy. But to see that sort of a movie in 2019 is very interesting and there's also like some weird like meta shit to it. I don't know. Um, if you really love zombies or if you really love Adam Driver, which I think many people do, I'd say it's worth checking out. But uh, just know that you're going to be in for a weird ride. The next thing that I saw, I can't remember if I talked about this on the show either. I'm just going to keep talking about movies that I can't remember if I've seen on the show or not. So uh, does if I have talked about them, I'm just going to talk about them again. Sorry. Shaft, uh, oh, we did talk about Shaft because we talked about whether or not, oh, wait, maybe we didn't. I can't remember. Uh, Shaft, I didn't have a ton of knowledge about Shaft going in. I know that he's supposedly like the black James Bond, blah, blah, blah. Uh, this was an interesting movie. It was, I didn't love it. I think that there were some cool parts to it. And overall, it was just, it was a fun time. And not, like, the best movie. Anyway, 
Uh, on to the next thing that I saw. I saw the movie Yesterday. I know that I haven't talked about this one on the show yet. Uh, Yesterday is a very interesting movie because it's about like what would happen if the Beatles never existed. And I think that it's kind of rare in this day and age to get like that much of a uh like a high concept movie to where it's like so easily stated this guy wakes up and the beatles never existed or i guess you could say this singer songwriter wakes up and the beatles never existed and it's like uh he starts recording all the beatles songs and like taking credit for them and it's we see what happens from there but i don't like it it's interesting, and if you're a really big Beatles fan, you'll probably be into it. But they make some really, really weird choices throughout the movie. Uh, I'll probably spoil it from here on, just so you know. Uh, like, the Beatles aren't the only thing that disappears. Like, uh, Coca-Cola also disappears, which is, like, it's sort of just done for a laugh because it doesn't really work out or pay off in any way. The same thing with uh, Harry Potter never existed, and I don't I don't know what we're supposed to think about that. But the thing that's more interesting to me is the idea that uh, Wonderwall was never recorded. I can't remember if Oasis just didn't make any music, and that's not interesting to me just because I love Wonderwall. Though of course it's the perfect song. Uh, the main character whose name I can't remember originally like got this girl to fall in love with him because of his performance of Wonderwall at a talent show. And then their relationship gets strained because he's becoming like a big pop star. And for some reason, she's like, if you go to be a big musician, like I can't go with you, blah, blah, blah. Even though she was supposed to be his manager. So I don't like, that didn't make any sense just to begin with why she would be opposed to him being successful, but it doesn't matter. Uh, what matters is that like Wonderwall never existed. That's how she fell for him. And then at the end of the movie, he realizes that he has feelings for her. And he's like, goes on stage at an Ed Sheeran show. He plays like a secret encore or whatever. And he doesn't play Wonderwall. Like that's so clearly set up that he, this is the song that brings them together he invites her to the show. She comes all the way from England. He's going to play a song and he doesn't play Wonder. Like, why did Wonderwall not exist in this world in that case? It's just like super bizarre. Um, like, it doesn't, I don't know. I don't think that it also really doesn't make sense that like, yeah, the Beatles were great and they did so much to influence music as it is today, but if we woke up tomorrow and everything was the same except the Beatles didn't exist, I don't know that like people would be crazy for their music because like that style of music has passed because like the Beatles existed. All this, all these, all this sorts of music that's like very Beatles inspired, uh, already exists. So it's just like it's I don't know. It's very strange, very strange. Um. But like I said, if you're a big Beatles fan, you'll probably be into it. My parents saw it and they liked it. I mean, it's like a sweet little movie. It's like a little, like I just said, it's a little romance story. Anyway, moving on. The next movie that I saw was Stuber. This is the, uh, oh, what is his name? 
Dave Bautista and Kumail Nanjiani. Uh, Kumail Nanjiani is a Uber driver. Dave Bautista is a disgraced cop whose partner has been killed by this criminal. He requests an he gets his eyes dilated, I think, so he can't really see, so he can't drive himself around, so he gets an Uber to take him to this crime scene. Uh, the only, the biggest flaw with this movie, and it's kind of a big one, is like this whole movie is based around Uber as a technology, and when Dave Bautista gets in the car, he tells him where to go, which as anyone who is ever used uber knows that's not how it works and kumail nanjiani Stu is his name in the movie Stu says that's not how uber works but like why did they have him how did how did he request the uber it doesn't that doesn't make any sense to me uh that's the one problem in this movie but it does have uh i can't remember his name the guy from american vandal which is one of darren's favorite tv shows so that's a little fun call back to that episode and to just Darren's enjoyment of that TV show in general. So it's a really fun movie. It's got uh, the girl from, oh my God, I'm so bad with names. I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's got the girl who Aziz Ansari is in, into in Parks and Rec, and she's great in it as well. It's a funny little movie. Uh, it's like a good little date night movie if you don't want to see anything too serious. Uh, that would be my recommendation. Next up, I saw... Oh, The Art of Self-Defense. This was a really interesting movie. It has Jesse Eisenberg. And I swear to God, I was walking to the movie theater and I was like, Jesse Eisenberg hasn't been in anything recently. And then I saw... You know how they have like those giant cardboard stand-up things that like... Ow, I got something stuck to my arm hair. That really hurt. I pulled it off. Doesn't matter. They have like those big cardboard things that represent upcoming movies. I saw that... The Art of Self-Defense was coming out. And I was like, oh, that's so that's pretty funny because I was just thinking about how he hasn't done anything recently. Then I went to see it. And it's like, it's, it's super strange because it's basically Jesse Eisenberg's character is like a very meek character. He gets attacked one night and then he decides to learn karate to like for self-defense. And then, like, it gets it gets super weird. The, like, headmaster is, like, this really weird guy. And it's just it's just very strange. Uh, but I, I did enjoy it. And it was also sort of like a time machine in some way because it didn't feel like a 2019 movie. It felt like something that would come out in, like, 2006 or something. Just, like, the, the pacing of it all was pretty slow. The tone was, like... It was a really weird, dark comedy, and it just had like a sort of like a, ah man, it's hard to it's hard to think of like a perfect comparison, but it had like a sort of like a mumblecore, like Jeff who lives at home feeling, mixed with like a it also man like some sort of Napoleon Dynamite feel. I don't know, it's hard to explain. But uh, if you're into Jesse Eisenberg in comedies, uh, it's a, it's a good movie. It's it's fun, and it's. I just enjoyed it as like an exploration into this really weird, absurd world because that's the sort of movies that I'm oftentimes into. Oh, the next one that I saw, The Farewell. This is the movie starring Aquafina as a uh, first generation, first generation American with Chinese parents. Nope, she's not a first generation. She was born in China. 
Anyway, her grandma has cancer and her family isn't going to tell the grandma. So they like all are going to see her and they come up with this ruse that they're going to have a wedding that her cousin's going to get married after like three months or something uh, to some woman who he clearly doesn't know very well. And also the girl doesn't know Chinese at all. She's Japanese. So it's like often very funny that she's like in these very intense family situations and she doesn't understand at all what's going on. Uh, That's very funny. It's a very funny movie. Aquafina is a funny actress. And it's also the most uh, surprising thing for me was how much like I felt it emotionally. Like there were parts throughout the movie where I was thinking, oh, wow, this is like my family is kind of secretive like this. I sort of can like relate to the feeling that all these characters are feeling. And then there's a scene where like at the very end, spoiler alert right here, there's a scene where the all the people are driving away and the grandma like waves goodbye to them. And my grandpa does the same thing whenever we leave his house. He like stands outside and waits and watch our, watches our car like go all the way down the block until we turn. And that was like a moment where I was like, oh man, I'm really feeling this. But I like, I didn't, okay. So I was watching the movie and I was laughing. I was having a good time and I was like enjoying it a lot. And then the movie ends. There's like a post-credit thing where they mention that uh, this is based on the director slash writer Lulu Wang's real life, her real grandma, who is still alive. And this is just a side note, but I saw that like she still doesn't know that she has cancer. It's been like six years and no one ever told her. So when they were making this movie... They were like, oh, yeah, Lulu's making a movie like based on her real life. But it's just like a made up story. And they had to be like super secretive about what the movie was about. And she even her grandma met the character or the actress playing her. And she didn't know. And it's just like, that's so crazy to me. But what I'm trying to say is like the credits hit. And I sat there for a while, like watching them. And I. I like stood up and I walked out of the theater and I realized like how much this has really emotionally hit me. It was one of those things where like you see a movie and you enjoy it, but you also kind of feel like exhausted by it. I don't know if everyone can relate to that feeling, but like not exhausted, like there was so much action, but just like emotionally, you feel like you left so much of yourself watching or you felt so like, I don't, you just feel so much that you're exhausted. That's how I felt, and I didn't realize throughout the whole movie like I was connecting with it that much. So that was a, that was pretty interesting, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very funny, very sweet little movie. Um, yeah, I think that basically catches me up on things that I have seen before Darren and I recorded last time. Uh, oh well, one thing that we didn't talk about, but we already agreed that we would talk about that when Darren comes back. So uh. Yeah, that sort of catches us up. There's one thing I wanted to do, though, and while I'm trying to scroll to do that, I will just kind of talk to fill the void. Let's... Oh, this is not the right thing to do. Oh, no. This is this is a disaster. Uh, okay, here we go. It's ringing. Okay, still ringing. Um... It's just ringing and ringing. Okay. We will see if... uh, Darren. 
Y'all, I'm recording our podcast. I'm recording an episode. What? I'm recording an episode of the podcast. <laughs> oh. Oh. Just say hi. Uh, hey, guys. Welcome to Nichols. Uh, I'm your host, Dick Smith. Uh, I'm like, uh, this is the end. <laughs> what? This is the end of the episode. Oh. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Um... Use your blinker in traffic. Yeah. Good talk, Darren. I'll talk to you later, buddy. Yeah, you're welcome. Bye. Darren is in Colorado because I think his sister is getting married or something. Uh, hard to say. Hard to remember. Don't really care about that guy too much. But uh, as Darren said... Don't forget to use your blinker, don't text in movies, and as always, put the lime in the coconut.